0: All right, guys, it's the final home stretch of drafting. We've accomplished a lot this summer. We got to 15K subs. Hope you guys caught the show last Friday where we did the giveaway. Thank you again to everyone who liked, who subscribed, who commented. But now we got to lay in the plane. Today we are going to do three drafts, 132, 133, and 134. And by the end of this week, by Friday at 5 p.m., when everyone punches out for the long Labor Day weekend, I will have completed – 150 stream drafts here on the channel in various parts throughout the fantasy YouTube sphere. So we got to roll up our sleeves, get to work. It's the final home stretch. Let's go. Oh, another Influencer 101 for the Backward Hats, bro. Rick! Zach Ertz with no Tyler Algier bring back. Yikes! you reached a round for correlation that's a no-no you adp bros disgust me how about you just live a little handcuffing might actually be a way to get unique if the field's avoiding it the wi-fi at this resort is a disaster these fucking streamers don't have player takes what if a piss boy draft is the room you need oh man i gotta get that i gotta get that intro updated with some of the uh the new uh 2023 best ball Broisms. maybe we can get that uh updated here soon uh so we get it in for at least a few drafts before we're done streaming best ball drafts here tom getting a little sad anyone else starting to feel sad about the last days of best ball summer uh yeah it, it is going to be a bummer it is i've genuinely looked forward to uh hopping on stream all these monday mornings to kick off drafting with you guys of course the wednesday streams and as i said i have a busy week this week to make sure i get one all 150 streamed um Basically, what I decided is I can't risk letting Labor Day weekend come and go without completing all 150 because if I found myself in a scenario where it was close to filling over the weekend and I'm having to fire up an emergency stream because I, I my OCD would drive me crazy forever if I somehow ended up with only 149 stream drafts or whatever. So um, we are going to conclude it this week. The plan is this. Obviously, Best Ball Breakfast today, we're going to be drafting on other shows throughout the week. We're going to draft on the club, on Splash Play, of course. But then I'm going to add a Thursday Best Ball Breakfast. So we're basically going to have a 10 a.m. Best Ball stream every day this week. Today, Best Ball Breakfast solo. On Tuesday, we're going to have Splash Play with Spags. On Wednesday, we'll have our normal block with Pat and Sean. Thursday... I'm adding a best ball breakfast. We're gonna have Easy from the Deposit Kingdom. You guys remember him? I believe it was around draft 75. He came on and with his correlation sheet, we drafted a couple of teams. So Easy will be joining me on a, uh on 10 a.m. on Thursday. And then Friday, kicking off at 10 a.m., a marathon stream to close it out. I believe if I've done my math correctly, we're gonna have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven drafts and i booked guests for most of those slots so i will announce that lineup for the marathon live stream on friday to close things out and then you know by 4 p.m or so on friday 150 drafts will be in the books howdy ho here sweaty hiker we got tyler out here coming out hot lots of talk about eating the ducks important question for you am i a picky eater doesn't seem so no i'm not i'm not too much of a picky eater i'm definitely like um what's the word? I'm like a, like a vibes based, a a mood, a seasonal eater. Like I definitely get in the mood for certain foods at specific times of the year, but no, I'm, I'm not a picky eater. I will eat uh, most stuff here. How are we doing in the chat, catching up on all of you guys? Everyone is fired up and ready to go. Brett just hit his 50, 150th stream draft the other day. Congratulations. Uh, Neil feels overwhelmed trying to get all my final entries in. I definitely had that moment the other day when I was crunching the math. I'm like, how am I going to get to 150? I'm like, I'm going to need to do three drafts on this stream. I'm going to need to do uh, uh, two shows on Thursday. So we're going to squeeze it in. We're going to get it done. But uh, it's going to be a fun way to finish everything here. And uh, we'll see who has bullets left here to join me in these drafts. As always, tipping people off in the Deposit Kingdom Discord if you guys are trying to hop in one of my final BBM streams here. GM uh, from JMyPete, highlight of the weekend. Yeah, we hosted two different sets of friends uh, on Saturday and Sunday. You guys know Mike Zakarian from Team Hold. He was over here on Sunday as they were visiting Mass and then had some other old friends who were in town with us on Saturday. So yeah, a good time uh, hanging out with old friends there. And we are off to the races in our draft. Let me get all of my literal and proverbial ducks in a row here. Get the draft board up. Boom. Slide me to the corner. Boom. Get the overlay. Boom. Get the banner. Boom. All right. We're good. We are good. We're drafting from the 1-8 because that's just what we do around here, right? It It would be against the law for me to have a slot anywhere Than the one eight, but that is fine. That is fine. Let's get the board situated here. How's that? Eh. There we go. There we go. We're ready to go. We're ready to go. And before we pick, we need to pour some coffee. We need to pour some coffee here. Quiet, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah. That was a smooth pour. That was smooth. Mm. All right. What do we got going in here? What friends and family? I see b Uh, I see Dobby. Uh, Mile High Magic. Do I recognize anyone else in here? It's been a while since we made the chat reveal if they're in these drafts with us. Bijan goes. I'm at 10% Eckler. 5% digs, 11.5% A.J. Brown. I'm down to get some more Eckler. I'm down to get a little bit more Eckler. I was uh, been checking out, of course, uh, Karain just released his legendary upside article where he takes a trip to the future and tries to play out the various scenarios that these running backs who go in the first two rounds and whether they actually give us a path to a, a legendary upside season Austin Eckler checks virtually every box for that exercise other than his age. But the one thing that makes Eckler feel a little bit more like an outlier is just um, the fact that he's such a prolific pass catcher. And as long as he can keep that up um, and it doesn't seem like he's at risk of losing, you know, green zone touches inside the 10 to Joshua Kelly, who by the way, looked pretty good, right? Ripping off that long touchdown run in the preseason, but still not a threat to Eckler's touches. So If we're also bullish on this Chargers offense taking a leap, we got Kellen Moore. You know, we get one more swan song year from Austin Eckler delivering a legendary season where he eclipses what 23 points per game, I believe is the threshold we're looking there to really smash this this ADP here at one eight. So we'll grab Austin Eckler here and see what comes back to us. We see AJ Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Amon Rob, Barkley all go. Who would I like to pair Eckler with here? Um, we could do a little Devontae Adams. We could do some Jalen Waddle. I've been wanting to get a smidge more Jalen Waddle. Of all these wide receivers in these this range, I'm a little bit lower on him. Let's do an Eckler-Waddle combination. Don't think that's particularly unique. Um, I will pull up the Fantasy Life Best Ball Hub. That's one thing I've enjoyed doing um, with these final draft slots is just checking these out and seeing the various combinations I have with these first-round players. Wow, we got Sam Berman becoming a YouTube member. Sam, underdog Sam Berman, now in the content game. Check out Sam Berman playing some, uh, some of the trivia games over there on the underdog YouTube channel. As Wood says, make sure to like and subscribe. You know, it feels good though. No more. Uh, if you guys are new here to the channel, we're doing the $1,500 giveaway. We're going to give away three, $500. No, we're done. We did it. We gave it away. We did the drawing on Friday with Rob Coakley, had a fun best ball after dark with him and then drafted a Bulldog team. It, talk about a crazy room. That, that Bulldog room we drafted in on stream was wild. The quarterbacks were flying off the board. The tight ends were flying off the board. But I think we drafted a very, uh, fun team. If you guys want to check out that stream on Friday, this week, the best ball after dark show, I will, I'll tease this one now because Sam became a YouTube member. Uh, Bill Barnwell is going to be my guest on best ball after dark on Thursday evening after randomizer. I'm going to announce that guest shortly as well, but that will be available for YouTube members. We'll get to catch up with Bill talk about this final push through, uh, the preseason. Bill is a, Is a high-stakes grinder, uh, best ball grinder. He's in here playing all of the games and contests on Underdog. So excited to pick his brain and then do a draft with Bill Barnwell on Thursday that will be available to anyone who's a YouTube member on the channel. It will get you access to those streams, as well as the entire archives have had a fun summer of shows there on best ball after dark. So definitely check that out. Becoming a YouTube member is a great way to support the channel. Hmm. Tyler says, I do still want more likes and subs. It's good for the community in the future. You're right. We will not uh, throw in the towel on trying to grow our YouTube channel, but it'll just be, it feels like a break for me. I get to take a little vacation from plugging the same thing every show. And that feels good to me. That does just feel good to me. But uh, no, it, it felt very satisfying to hit that 15K goal. As I said to you guys on Friday, I don't normally set, you know, metrics-based goals like that. Maybe I should. Maybe that's a leak in my game. But I did this time, and we hit it. And so many people did help along the way. Obviously, you guys, the commenters. We had the production team this year. Phil and Lou Dog and Nick, and of course, Chris doing all the thumbnails. Um, all kinds of help here, taking care of everything that needs to happen for for a channel to grow. We'll see what John does here at three six, um, and then we are about to be on the clock here. Uh, Okay, I am definitely going to take Mark Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews at pick 32. You get the Jalen Waddell and Mark Andrews correlation. Didn't think Mark Andrews was sliding anymore. I thought Pat had ruined that with his legendary tight end article about Mark Andrews, but we will happily grab Mark Andrews here at pick 32. I did just notice this is my first Austin Eckler Jalen Waddell team. I did check that in the Fantasy Life Best Ball Hub. I'll post this down below. You guys have heard me talking about it uh, throughout the off season. It's an entirely free tool. You download your CSV from Underdog, you pull it up, and then you can look at your various combinations. You type two players in, and it'll show you which teams you have them together on, which stacks you have built around those players. So I don't worry about it too much in the middle and late rounds, but I do like checking those early round combos, and it's always—I uh, don't know—it brings me joy to know I'm getting a, a, a unique combo that I haven't gotten yet. Audio listeners can't see what's what's happening on screen right now. We will continue to service the audio listeners, but there's some things that we can't talk about quite yet. Uh, but we do have Austin Eckler, Jalen Waddle, and Mark Andrews to start this draft. Nothing else too out of the ordinary here, I guess. Jameer Gibbs going at the tr- two-three turn is pretty interesting. Is pretty interesting there. Uh, Josh Jacobs, Jameer Gibbs. God damn it! We did the prayer circle for Lamar Jackson, and it didn't happen. I was like, if he gets past thirty-eight, we're going to get him because I don't think the Justin Fields drafter uh, was going to take him. I guess this this Garrett Wilson Pollard ETN drafter could have taken him, but it was fun for a few seconds to dream. It was a fun. It was fun for a few seconds. Let's see here. So I'm on the clock. Normally I'm deciding between like Ramondre. Uh, normally I'm taking Ramondre there at four or five. If he falls, a lot of times I obviously take Brees Hall here, but we made this Eckler bet. Let's see. Let's see if we can push uh, grab Keenan. Um, might be unlikely that um, Justin Herbert comes back around, but we can give it the old college try. We can give it the college try. mm. Du, 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 du. Yeah. What was the other? Yeah. I, I said, not very many unusual things in this draft. And then I look and I see Jameer Gibbs at the two, three turn Joe Mixon at pick 35. Mixon over Ramondre and Brees. I'm I'm just not, I'm not going to get, we also see ETN here at 33. He's been pretty much a fixture of the fourth round.
1: Hmm.
0: We do have Mile High Magic in the chat, drafting from the 10-hole. He was holding his breath for DJ to stack up with Justin Fields, which certainly makes sense. Nebuchadnezzar, are you in the chat? Would you have taken Lamar over Ramondre? Man, Daddy, daddy 34. Daddy 34 just had to go grab jo- Joe Mixon and Lamar Jackson and couldn't let me have it. Huge Fontaine says, what is your take on Keenan versus Big Mike? I prefer Keenan to Big Mike, um, and I prefer cost-adjusted Quentin Johnston to Big Mike. I have not drafted a lot of Big Mike this year. Um, what am I at on him? I'm pretty low on him. About uh, 6%, which which feels about right. Uh, he's definitely, Big Mike, I think, is a guy I've more gotten, my personal exposure when I'm drafting solo with him is probably like closer to 1% to 2%. Um, I've certainly drafted him on stream with guest, but I prefer Keenan like in that same range, you know, if they're only around apart and then when you can get QJ, you know, three rounds later for me, Mike Williams is kind of similar to the DK Metcalf thing, of course, before the JSN injury, where it didn't feel like the market was properly baking in what a really talented rookie could do for that offense and stealing targets away. So I still want to have exposure. Uh, to the Chargers offense through those different degrees, but being underweight on Mike Dub and being overweight on QJ and Keenan and about even with Eckler, I feel pretty good about my exposures to the to the Chargers there.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: Wow. Uh, I don't know if I believe this here. Uh, Anthony says breaking BBM is going to fill today. I'm sorry, Pete, you're going to need to draft 15 straight. What are we at right here? Uh, no, we're good. 82%. We'll be good throughout the week, but I would not be surprised to see people absolutely blasting off over labor day weekend and, uh, and maxing this thing by, by Tuesday. So that's why I just can't risk it. I thought like a Tuesday best ball breakfast a week from tomorrow would be fun. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't risk it here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get this thing wrapped up this week. All right, we do get Herbert. There we go. Boom. We lose out on um, on Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson, but we do get Justin Herbert here. So pretty fun team right here through uh, five rounds. Justin Herbert stacked up with Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen, and then we got Jalen Waddell and Mark Andrews there with the uh, with the Ravens. So you know, I've been talking about like the two offenses I could see this year just absolutely exploding and kind of destroying ADP um, would be the chargers and the Ravens. So pretty fun to get um, some really concentrated pieces on those two offenses here to start. Good morning, Ben. Chris says, at what point would you consider Najee? The, the times I've taken Najee has been in the fifth round. Um, I would probably need him to fall after um like Kenneth Walker is where I would consider him. Um once Kenneth Walker's off the board, um, that's what's been so hard about it for me is that even it's not just the wide receivers that I end up liking more, it's some of the other running backs. Um, but yes, I'm I'm at peace with my Najee exposure. And I I feel like everyone's just done and bored talking about Najee. I don't know how much left there is to say about Najee Harris. We've all made our bets. No one's convincing anyone else at this point. And now it's just time to let the chips fall where they may. Mm. All right, George Kittle goes. Gabe Davis goes. Jahan Dotson now. Uh, did we get a Jahan Dotson over McLaurin flipping? So Terry McLaurin slides all the way to 54. We also have Judy sliding to 55 here. How are we feeling about some of these injury slides here because I've seen like Judy and those guys falling real far. Um, I think what we're going to do here, what I'd like to do, we're going to lean in to some correlation stuff. Uh, let's see. what What's the latest? Let's do McLaurin. Let's do McLaurin. I was, I was trying to galaxy brain maybe some additional correlation there, but then I, I realized it might come back to me. Um, And we're going to go with McLaurin, 11 picks past ADP. Hmm. See, this is the thing, too, for you guys. You guys have a much better feel for me on how far these guys have been drafting. I have not done a draft um, since, what, on stream on on Friday? Yeah, so I don't know where the ADPs have been settling for Judy and McLaurin. um, But I definitely want to take advantage of some of these dips here. Yes, Randy, thank you for bringing this up. I do need to address everyone that my Dinger team, it's done. Um, it had a very good run, but we did not advance from whatever it's called. Is this the quarterfinals round? Uh, I did check in on that team. You know what? If This is what I'll say. Um, I only had one entry, and if I had 150 teams, I would have won two. That's all I'll say about that. Single entry, Pete. Couldn't take it down, but I did enjoy emerging as a best ball baseball thought leader, and we'll be running it back next year. So uh, shout out to the badge bros uh, for helping me slap some, some major dingers in that contest. CLN saying McLaurin will miss one to two weeks. Definitely happy to buy the dip there. This is the thing too, that I've been thinking about for these final drafts, right? Like I do want to be drafting teams that my previous self didn't have access to. And, you know, McLaurin going what at the four or five turn for the entire off season, like it's basically been very hard to pair McLaurin with a Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert, right? Because Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert have been both been like fourth and fifth round picks for most of the season. I guess if you reach for Keenan in the third, you take someone else. Yes, there's ways that you could end up with Keenan, Herbert, McLaurin teams, but just that general idea of with these guys that are falling a lot, the fact that we're able to get them paired with different combinations that the majority of early drafters weren't able to do or accomplish with those pairings, I think is definitely a strong selling point to drafting late because the early drafters had the value edge. They were scooping up values. We didn't have access to as ADP has settled and shifted, but we have an information edge. And in some cases here, we just get a market reaction edge of now getting some of these players at much cheaper prices. Michael got Judy at pick 83 yesterday. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't uh, bite on Judy at 65 there. Yeah, baseball thought leader is, is done. There goes Javante Williams. He was who I was thinking about, just building out this Chargers Broncos stack and kind of knowing it was unlikely for him to come back. That was what I was sitting there staring at when I ended up taking Terry McLaurin was, should I just grab Javante here? Um, All right, let's see here. Are are we going to make me take JSN at pick 80? Because I will. If the room makes me take JSN at pick 80, I will. We could also take QJ and just go heavy, heavy chargers. Let's see what John does here. He takes Sutton. There you go. Taking all of my Broncos bring backs. Oh, another JSN share or rocket it in on QJ. Yeah. Let's let's get QJ here. We have such a big Chargers bet. Um and now we have we know we basically put the team together in the way that I would like to play the Chargers, which is fading Mike Williams and then playing it through Eckler, Keenan, and QJ. So we'll just omega stack the Chargers, and then we're just gonna have to uh be on high alert for our Broncos bring back as Judy Sutton and Javante Williams are all off the board. Mm. See QJ. I don't, I don't think, um, I think the guy more likely to slide back is the guy who's injured and probably not going to play for the start of the season. I will say like it has been interesting in our, we've been doing our high stakes uh, managed leagues drafts over on ship chasing and QJ does uh, fall a decent bit. Um, I guess I'm, I'm still kind of confused why there isn't more buzz and excitement for QJ. Everyone's so in on this chargers offense. I, I do. It must just be the big Mike thing. That's really the only explanation for why Quentin Johnston hasn't been more steamed up. Um, because he just feels to me like he would be a sixth round pick in the same range as Dotson, Godwin, Marquise Brown, kind of, kind of interesting there. Hmm. Wow. Ben planting his flag. 21% big Mike. There we go, baby.
1: Hmm.
0: And then we get takes like this. He's the wide receiver four behind Palmer. If anyone wants to book Quentin Johnston versus Josh Palmer bets, All right. If this is what we're doing, we're doing JSN at 89. Where did you guys all go? You guys wouldn't let me have JSN all summer. I'm having to draft this guy in the fourth fucking round just to get my JSN shares. Now you guys are going to give me JSN at 89? Fine. Twist my arm. Twist my arm. And I do definitely think taking QJ there was the right move. I, I don't think... If you're taking, no one's taking, are we really taking Sky Moore over QJ? I don't think so, right? So there's no way QJ comes back. Uh Uh-oh, the bye week bros are out. Week five is going to be rough. Guess what? JSN wasn't going to be played week five uh, or before that anyways. I'm screwed week five though. Pack it in. Pack it in on this team. Does it, wait, does this mean, hang on, question for the bye week bros, Neil. Does this mean you guys never onslaught a team? Because you're like, oh my God. I have four players with the same buy. You guys never on. You never take more than three players from a team. That's sad. I feel sad for the bye week bros. They don't get to do onslaughts. I need more coffee. All right, this is a fun team, brother. I was re-watching uh, I Think You Should Leave sketches, and whenever I hear brother now, he goes, shirt brother. Hey there, shirt brother. Um. All right, this is the team so far. Austin Eckler, Jalen Waddle, Mark Andrews, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Terry McLaurin, Quinton Johnson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. This is fun, right, because we got our big Chargers bet, and then we have two ADP fallers that were going way, way earlier throughout the season in Terry McLaurin and JSN. We got the elite QB, the elite tight end, the anchor running back, and a nice loaded uh, wide receiver room here. Going to have a lot of flexibility with this team down the stretch. Mm. What's up, shirt brother? Uh, what has been your worst accidental draft pick that you can remember this far this year? Oh, oh I'll tell you. I we, we auto-drafted Zeke Elliott when we were trying to select Durham Smythe. But I had a positional limit setting on that wouldn't allow me to take four tight ends. And so I autoed Zeke Elliott. There's a clip of it, it exists on the internet. It's terribly embarrassing. Promise me that you'll never do another rule, shirt brother, like not taking three players with the same buy. <laughs> See, look at even the most hardcore statistical nerds out there have just fully capitulated. We got Davis out here, no longer an ADP bro. We got Neil Farley. At this point, I'm drafting more on Vibes to wrap things up. In the end, we all become Vibes-based drafters, right? Is that what happens to us all? Mm. What's up, Ben? Welcome to becoming a YouTube member. If you're in the Deposit Kingdom Discord, there's instructions in the FAQ uh, to sync your account, and that will unlock the Best Ball Breakfast channel. We're going to grab Tua here. Tua at 104 to stack up with Waddle. Will the bye week bros be less upset with me if if I now have Tua to cover for me in week five? Seems fun. Justin Herbert, Tua at quarterback. Tua, Waddle, Andrews, Herbert, Eckler, Keenan QJ. Let's just have some fun. Mm. The, the chat likes my. Do you know what? This was always the thesis of the play was you guys all used your BBM bullets. That way down these final drafts, you guys can't even get in my drafts with me because you guys have already all maxed. And now I get to draft in peace on stream. Dave says, Pete, who are your highest share of 18th rounders for BBM? We can go look. I don't think I have anyone over eight or 9% that are, 18th rounders. I had like 7% Justin Ross in the eighth, 18th round for a long time. And people used to make fun of me for that. Where are those apologies? Um, let's see. Should we grab? I think, I think prine makes a ton of sense here, right? P Ryan makes a ton of sense. We we want to make sure we don't get boxed out on a Denver bring back. We're actually pretty thin at running back, only one running back through the first nine rounds. P Ryan helps us uh, get off to a fast start here, still gets the contingent upside late and gets us that bring back on this mega Chargers stack there. So let's do that. I also, one of the things I look at for when I'm onslaughting a team is the week 15 and week 16 matchups. So we do get uh, the Chargers play Las Vegas in week 15 and Buffalo in week 16. That'll be something I feather away for the rest of this draft. So the team now, through 10 rounds, two quarterbacks, Justin Herbert and Tua, two running backs, Austin Eckler and Samaje Ryan. We got five wide receivers, Jalen Waddell, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Quinton Johnston, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, and tight end Mark Andrews. Hmm. Daddy drafting a Kyle Schitts team. Stepmom help. I didn't. I don't have a. I don't have Kyle Schitts on this team. What are we talking about? I was consider. I would have considered Kyle Schitts if I didn't have Mark Andrews. We <laughs> were talking about Daddy thirty four. Daddy thirty four. The chat likes this team. Hmm. Uh, yes, the Brick, uh, the Brick Draft Caddy, uh, works on multiple sites. I know they, I think Brick was having an issue with it on DraftKings for a little while, but as far as I know, it's, it's fine there now. I think you can use it on drafters too. Mm. Do you even bully tight end? No, and I, I think it honestly might be a leak. Not, not saying that I wanted to be overweight bully tight end, but I kind of, I wish I had I would like in my portfolio, I think especially the, not the like, I don't want to do like Kelsey Andrews and stuff because I do think like the opportunity cost there is so high. But I do think when we started to get a slide on guys like Kittle and Pitts, I I would have liked to have had a couple more teams that I think had those two on the same team or even like a fourth round Mark Andrews or late third round Mark Andrews that you get with a cheap Kyle Pitts. I think to pull it off, you definitely want to make sure one of those elite tight ends... If you're doing the bully, came at a really nice price. I think if you're reaching for elite tight ends, that's kind of just uh, asking for trouble there. But yeah, I, I do kind of wish I had uh, a few more in my portfolio there. Maybe some Waller with Pitts when Waller was cheaper. But man, has there, is, has there been a more steamier player than Darren Waller? I mean, Darren Waller going at pick 55, almost a full round ahead of Kittle, three rounds ahead of Kyle Pitts. Three rounds ahead of Dallas Goddard. All right, what are we gonna do here? I think we're just gonna keep. I think we're just gonna keep correlating, baby. Keep correlating. Hmm. We're gonna keep correlating. Devon Achain, come on down. We now have Tua. Stacked up with Devon A-Chain and uh, Jalen Waddle with the Mark Andrews bring back. We got Herbert stacked up with Eckler Waddle, or sorry, Eckler, Keenan, and QJ with the P-Rine bring back. We're out here double stacking. We're out here correlating, living the goddamn dream on a Monday morning. Please don't. I, I can't do the McKinnon thing again.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Dallas Goddard at ninety-two is pretty wild. What's his ADP right now? Seventy-eight. Goodness. Did it? Did it go to the Hertz Drafter too? Man, the Hertz Drafter. Oh, the Hertz Drafter almost got Dallas Goddard at ninety-three. That would have been nice. That would have been insane. You get Devonta Smith at twenty-one. When most, you'll see the Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard stack, but it's normally. Um, At like pick 69 or 76. I'm surprised they were even able to pass on Goddard at 76 there. But I guess if you know that Goddard's been sliding this far. Hmm. Laporta goes. I might have to draft Jarek McKinnon just for the lulls. Jarek McKinnon at 137 for the lulls. You know who I actually do want a little bit more of? Um, It was nice to see Damian Harris back in action. I mentioned that I wanted to identify some bills here as well as part of my stack with them playing the Chargers in week uh, 16. So giving me Damian Harris on the ground there was not buying Damian Harris when he was in the 150s, 120s here. But now that he's back on the field, uh, we saw him get that goal line touchdown. There helps uh, barbell uh, my heavy James Cook bags there a bit and then also gets me that week 16 bring back with the Chargers. So the way I'm thinking about things is if the Chargers are going nuclear in the fantasy playoffs, which I clearly need them to do on a build like this, I'm going to need them to be pushed in both week 16 and week 17. So now we can play for scenarios where the Bills are getting things done on the ground against the Chargers with Damian Harris punching in some TDs, Chargers in catch-up mode, and then same in week 17 with P Ryan on the ground for the Broncos.
1: Hmm.
0: Expendables, KOD, super excited to get Zay, Jason, Mingo, and Tillman last night in my keeper league. I did my hometown... Auction keeper league draft last night as well. I uh I think it's now the only auction draft that I do. I would like to do more auction drafts. We need what we need is auction best ball drafts, right? Because I just can't add more managed league drafts. But the uh the auction drafts are a blast. I got Devon A-Chain for a dollar. Everyone spends all their money, and then we see all these sleepers that we've been drafting in the 10th. 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th round on underdog all year. And you're like, oh yeah, I can get Kendra for a dollar. I can get Devon A-Chain for a dollar. I can get Jonathan Mingo for a dollar. It really is super fun. I do think that, man, how, underdog, we need we need auction best ball. The only problem with auctions, guys, is they take forever. They take forever. Uh, Bullock, yeah, actually ha- helped me draft that team uh, last year. I did not keep Amon Ra, St. Brown. I tossed him back. It's a super flex league. So I kept fields in golf. Um, I got JSN in the rookie league uh, draft. I traded for Quentin Johnston. And then uh, I kept Ramondre. I have Ramondre at a really cheap price, but no one wants to hear about my keeper league. No one wants to hear. Yeah. That is the biggest issue with the auction stuff is just uh, the collusion elements. Oh, was it from Best Ball Bros? John Olson one, John Olson two, John Olson three, John Olson four, all in the same draft. Mm. <laughs> Sweaty hikers at an auction league with a twelve point TD—that's wild. Twelve point TD. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> at that point, just just make up any number. At that that point, might as well be a, a hundred points. Scrolling back to see where some of these other wide receivers went in this. So we got Dubs going at 101. Burks at 98. Bateman at 96. Nico at 112. Chark's still going at 144. Has there been an update on Chark since the hamstring? Have they done a timeline thing with Chark? Hmm. Rojo goes, what are we going to do here? Zeke at 145. Man. All right, let's see what John does. I might just keep ripping it in on the Dolphins. Let's just keep ripping it in. We're going to do, we're going to handcuff here. We're going to go Mostert and Devon A chain. We are Omega stacking today, all in on the Chargers and the Dolphins. We add Raheem Mostert. So the team now through 13 rounds are, we'll re, actually, we'll recap after this 14th round pick here. But I'm at a 2551 five, build. And I might not be done Omega stacking. Let me check in on the Dolphins playoff schedule. So they play the Jets in week 15 and the Cowboys in week 16. Let's see here. Jakey Ferguson uh, could have been an interesting pick. He's off the board. Chig now falling a decent bit in drafts. Do we just keep? I mean, wh- where's the tipping point for over correlating? Is Everett too much? Is Everett too much? I don't think so. At this price, at one sixty, I could make a case for another running back. We're done at quarterback. I-, I just I can't stop correlating. I can't stop correlating. Gerald Everett, come down. What are the different la- levels? There's overstacking. There's mega stacking. Omega stacking. What, what am I doing here with the Chargers? I'm not taking Joshua Kelly, though. I'm not taking Joshua Kelly. All right, here's the team through 14 rounds as we are giga-stacking. There it is. We're giga-stacking. Justin Herbert and Tua at quarterback. Austin Eckler, Samaje Pirine, Devon A. Chain, Damon Harris, Raheem Mostert at running back. Wide receiver Jalen Waddell, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Quentin Johnston, JSN, tight ends Mark Andrews, and Gerald Everett. This is one of those teams, if I can thread the needle, gives you paths to winning the regular season prize. That's where I really think the giga stacking um, shines through is in the weeks one through 14, where you just nail the two breakout offenses and you're just running away with it. But we are also still trying to heavily prioritize our week 15, 16, 17 correlations. And I, I normally don't worry a ton about week 15 and 16, but the, the one instances where I do really start to look at 15 and 16 is when I have giga-stacked offenses. And I really need, like the only way we get to week 17 is if the Dolphins and Chargers take a drink, are ping-ponging massive weeks, and they're going to need to get pushed by their opponents to do that. So if we're going to build a team that can compete both in the regular season and in the playoffs, we do have to factor that in. And we're going to be continuing to lean into this playoff correlation down the stretch. I think I have the pick I want to take. We are going to need some more wide receivers as well. It's been a while since we've taken a wide receiver. But man, this is a pretty gross range. I got some ideas though. I got some ideas. Hmm. So we have I think we're probably I think we're probably just going to be done at both quarterback and tight end. I guess there's a chance there's a chance we could maybe do a third tight end, but I think my play here is one more running back and I have a guy I want to take and then we we land the plane with three wide receivers. Easy says, in theory, with two one of 16s in the playoffs, I do think having two highest cost stacks is much more live than in previous years. Interesting, more so than when it was one of 12. Because I always think that the smaller the field, the more viable it is to, to gig a stack if you're only needing to beat 11 other teams versus 15. Um, I wanted Zamir White here. So, Zamir White uh, gets me that week 15 matchup with the Chargers. Um, also, gets me some other AFC West correlation here that I might try to build out as I land the plane. I was reading Sean Siegel's Zero RB list and he wrote up Zamir White. And I'll admit, Zamir White has been a guy I haven't thought about a lot this season. And Sean made a very astute point about we naturally kind of forget about the really good contingent plays behind the running backs who stayed healthy and dominated touches the year previously, right? Like Zamir White was out of sight out of mind cuz Josh Jacobs was an absolute animal and what? Josh Jacobs played every game last year, right? I don't I don't remember him missing any games. And so when you don't get that like, oh, this is what happens when that back is out, then you get drafters like me who fall into typical psychological traps and are like, "Oh, Zamir White's just Zamir White. Like he doesn't." Whereas if he got one game, say like the Alexander Madison effect, right? We've all been drafting Alexander Madison in the 12th round previous to all this Dalvin cook stuff, because we've seen what he does when Dalvin cook is out, but we didn't really ever get to see what Zamir white did with Josh Jacobs staying healthy last year. So he's felt like more of a, I don't know, blase contingent pick, but he is someone that I like a good bit here. So I'm going to start, I think I'm going to start getting some chiefs here. Um, Justin Ross, a guy who's my, my ownership is dipped on him to four percent just because i've stopped taking him in this range but as i build out these late correlations here um i think justin ross makes a ton of sense in this build and i'm going to start ripping in two more wide receivers to land the plane here so we're at a two six six two build we do a, a 15 16 kc um las vegas little correlation there the chiefs play las vegas in week 16 um, Justin Herbert and Tua at quarterback. We got our six running backs, Austin Eckler, Samaje Pirine, Devon A-Chain, Damon Harris, Raheem Mostert, and Zamir White. We got our six wide receivers, Jalen Waddle, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Quinton Johnston, JSN, and Justin Ross. And then looking good at tight end with Mark Andrews and Gerald Everett. I did consider Greg Dulcich there for a second, but I think I want the wide receiver bullets, especially with, I'm really, uh, rookie heavy. I'm also injury heavy with McLaurin and uh, JSN. So I think I'm going to want the extra bullets at wide receiver to actually kind of build me in some early season production at wide receiver. Because I do think you could make the case after Waddle and Keenan, I could have a lot of slow starters. McLaurin misses the start of the season. QJ comes along slow. JSN isn't back until after the bye. Justin Ross takes a while to develop. I think my mission with these last couple picks is to try to get some production at wide receiver earlier in the season. If this team is going to survive, we're going to need some picks. I was hoping Richie James was going to come back to me. That's what I was trying to do, was set up those two chiefs there. Richie James had the later ADP, so I thought there was a chance Richie James could come back. That did not happen. Now it's time to get creative here with some wide receivers. Miko Hardman plays Miami in week 15. Man, it did really get gross here. I do think I might just have to throw a little of the correlation stuff out with how thinned out we are here. Pretty, someone says Parker in the chat. I'm pretty sure Parker's already gone. Yeah. Let's see here. The chat screaming at me to take Josh Palmer. I do think we're going to start with uh, Micol here, just a guy who will hopefully be on the field. We get a little correlation there with Miami. Um, the chat wanting me to do Bob Woods, Josh Reynolds, Puka. See, Puka doesn't fit in with what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get some wide receivers who are going to feel just be on the season. Bob Woods and and Allen Robinson are probably two of the better ones if I'm just looking for early season production here. Allen Robinson bring back from JSN. The thing is, you could you could sell me on Allen Robinson right now for early season production. Um I'm not really in the business of correlating Allen Robinson in week 17. Although, who knows, maybe I'll shove it down my throat, but it seems like a thin bet for Allen Robinson to be the guy you need in week 17. But who knows? But who knows? Bobby Woods This does feel like a Bobby Woods team, right? Bobby Woods or Allen Robinson. What's it gonna be, guys? We got to make a gross wide receiver pick here. I got this isn't the team I can take Calvin Austin on, guys. We're we're trying Calvin Austin. We're we're praying Calvin Austin gets on the field in like week 15 for the first time. We need some touches here. We need some touches. We we need actual targets out of the gate. I do think these two are the best chances to get targets out of the gate. We don't have any correlation tiebreakers. This one goes out to Pat Corain who once wrote a thread, a one tweet thread on Robert Woods. There you go. I do think this is like, it is, it is a good exercise to, to think together of how a team comes together. And because trust me, like that, it pained me to click Robert Woods. I know it pained you guys. Everyone wants me to take Mac Hollins and Calvin Austin and whatever other buried wide receiver, but, I have to be honest with myself of like, I love this team. I cannot let this team be in such a massive deficit points wise at the beginning of the season that we never even give it a chance. Um, And obviously the scenarios where this team is in contention in the regular season, it's because these rookies are getting off to fast starts. McLaurin doesn't miss hardly any time at all, yada, yada. But I do think we have to be realistic about this stretch of picks here. McLaurin, QJ, JSN, and Justin Ross. Like those guys could legit be, that could be zero total points from those guys the first couple of weeks of the season. So I think it makes sense to, in the same way we think about the texture of our zero RB rooms, right? Um, and the type of players that are fitting together and how their production fits together. Normally the picks we make at the end, I am optimizing for late season correlation, breakout stuff. But this was one of the unique teams because of buying the injury dips and being so heavy on the rookies that I just needed to bank some early season production here. So this team is now in the books here. Let's uh, refresh and take a look here and we will recap this team. What do we got here? This was draft number 132 on best ball breakfast. We got a two, six, eight, two. With LAC and Miami. And for the audio listeners here, one sec. By the way, I post all of these episodes on the In a Vacuum podcast feed. So if you guys are on the go, um, that is how you can listen to these. We got Justin Herbert and Tua at quarterback. Our running backs, Austin Eckler, Samaj P. Ryan, Devon A. Chain, Damon Harris, Raheem Mostert, and Zamir White. Wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Quentin Johnson, JSN, Justin Ross, Michael Hardman, and Robert Woods at wide receiver. Tight end, Mark Andrews, Gerald Everett. Love my quarterbacks. Love my running backs. Love my tight ends. Love my giga stacks. A le- legitimately worried about my early season wide receiver production. But if I can get a quick recovery from Terry McLaurin and a fast start from QJ, I think we can cook. I think we can cook. Shout out to Stephen Rooney. He's been a member for four months. Also one of the winners of our $500 giveaway. Steven, have you spent your money? I then mowed you $500. Have you spent it yet? Let us know how you have spent the money. And I am hopping in my next draft. I already hopped into it. I tipped you guys off in the Discord and we get an influencer one, two. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. Let's update here. A few housekeeping things. This is now going to be draft 133. And I am on the clock and I get to select Jamar Chase. What a beautiful, blessed day. Come on down, Jamar Chase. We are going to feed the ducks. You guys are going to get two duck feedings back to back today. Normally, we only do two drafts. Ducks get fed in the second draft. Well, we're doing three drafts, which means double the ducks. And I think we need more coffee. Oh no, the the good news was that was a nice pour. The bad news is I'm now out of coffee, but it's probably, but it's probably a good thing. Need to chill out on this caffeine. Who do we have in this draft? Any friends and family? I don't know if I recognize anyone. We got Hoddle, Luthemia, Che Thompson. I don't recognize anyone here. If you're in the chat and you're in this draft, reveal yourself. You're legally obligated. Duke coming in with the hard questions. Pete, do you want to win? Pete, do you believe you are capable of being a champion? This is what I needed all along in the chat. I just got you guys trolling me, shitposting, pushing your own agendas. What I really needed was a life coach in the chat. And Duke is coming up big for me today. You know what, Duke? I think I am capable of being a champion. I think I am. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. We're out here gigastacking. stacking, finally drawing influencer 102s. I'm going to land this plane, Duke. We're going to land this plane. We are going to draft the winning Best Ball Mania 4 team on stream. That's what we're going to do this year. I'm visualizing it. I'm manifesting it. I'm going full the secret on it. I'm putting it on a vision board. I will win Best Ball Mania 4. Terry McLaurin will return in week one and deliver me to the promised land. Thank you, Duke. Duke says it's time to reach your potential, all these haters. I put a wall up, and they just wallpaper. <laughs> All right, Ben becomes a YouTube member and then has to dip out to class. Do you go to Harvard, Ben Havid? Good job, Ben. Stay in school, don't do drugs, take notes. Uh, my jammy sport said, do you feel good about your pace to 150? Would you like to be further along? So I have mentioned that I wanted to do uh a marathon stream to close things out. I wish I was like five more ahead because I'm going to have to squeeze in some drafts into some random nooks and crannies this week. So it's going to be an extra busy week for me. But no, I'm, I'm excited for, for final draft week to uh, to be loaded to the gills with drafts. Am I spiking that coffee on the down low? No, the, the, the caffeine is all I need. Hmm. Let's see. Silas says, what's the goal for finishing monitoring Phil? Yeah, I, I mentioned this at the top of the stream. We're going to have best ball breakfast uh, every single day this week, concluding with a marathon stream on Friday, kicking off at 10 a.m. We're going to do our last six to seven drafts. We're going to have best ball breakfast with Easy on Thursday. We'll do a couple drafts with his sweet correlation spreadsheet. Wednesday, we'll be with Pat and Sean. Um, all right, what are we going to do here what are we going to do here? We've already done some of the Mark Andrews, Lamar Jackson with Jamar Chase. What do we want to do? I I don't think I've done the Mahomes. Should I do the Should I do the Mahomes slappy thing? I don't think I've done it. Let's just live a little. I'm gonna be underweight the elite quarterbacks. I have not done the Chase Mahomes thing. I see all the correlation bros getting their Chase and Mahomes and screenshotting it, and I just got jealous there. I said it's my turn. It's my turn to do it. Um Let's see. What do we got? And we're going to we're going to grab JT here. I think this JT thing is going to get settled shortly and his ADP is going to snap up into the middle of the second round. So we're going to start Mahomes, JT and Jamar Chase here. Let me see. I, I do want to confirm in the Fantasy Life uh, best ball hub if I have any Mahomes chase. I'm almost positive I don't. It would be hard because I only have, what, 6% chase and I had 3% Mahomes? Hmm. <laughs> Jesus, taking Mahomes is not slappy grow up. Taking Mahomes in round two is slappy. You you get off the hook of slappiness if you take him in the third. Uh, Oh, I did. I have one Mahomes chase team. My 36th best ball mania team. I'm going to see here. What did I start with? I did a Jamar chase, Derek Henry, Patrick Mahomes. So I, I do have one of these. Very interesting. I'll go ahead and start to announce some of the uh, the guests for the Friday Marathon stream. To kick things off at 10 a.m. Eastern on Friday, Davis Maddock and David Kitchen drafting with me. On the Swolecast, we're generally drafting on our own, in our own little silos. Davis out here reaching for quarterbacks, two rounds ahead of ADP to lock up those early stacks. David Kitchen gobbling up Deshaun Watson whenever he sees his name on the screen. But no, on Friday, the three of us are going to draft together in unity. That will be an interesting experience. So that is how we're kicking off the marathon stream on Friday at 10 a.m. Davis Matic, David Kitchen, and myself. Hmm. What's up, Sammy? Thank you for your never-ending well of positivity Sending love as usual. Friday I will tailgate so I can draft with you guys. Should I do a boozy? Because Friday is going to be basically best ball breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe we do mimosas. Do we do do we do mimosas on Friday? I feel like mimosas on Friday would be fun. I think we need to do mimosas. Mmm. <sighs> No brunch on Friday. We're doing best ball breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're skipping right over the brunch. Pete, I feel like it has been a long time. Must have been a busy weekend of drafting. It it does feel like an attorney, whenever I take the weekend off from drafting and obviously streaming, um, it does feel like a long time, especially because I've had lots of Fridays where I haven't streamed. So Thursday is often my last day of, of streaming. And then it's like every day I come back and I punch in at the office. I say, ah, fuck. Got a case of the Mondays. Got to go draft best ball mania teams again. Grab my briefcase, my hard hat, my lunch pail. Get back to the content minds. No, I get get super excited every Monday to draft. One, because it's fun as hell. And two, because I miss it. Because I'm not out here burning myself on drafting. I really only have, I have like 10 weekly winter slow drafts going right now. And we got a couple um, co-managed leagues we're doing. We got um, a Mastiff slow draft we're doing. I got a couple Bulldog drafts. Our production team here, uh, Lou, Phil, and Nick, we're drafting a Bulldog team right now. I'm drafting a Bulldog team with Michael Dubner. So getting in some, some high stakes slow drafts behind closed doors where you guys can't snipe me. Thank you to I Am Your Dad for taking Joe Burrow, so I didn't even have to consider it. We're going to have to do Brees Hall at pick 47. Oh, Brees Hall goes. It is crazy how much of a wide receiver dead zone this has turned into here. I mean, when you look down, I mean, Deontay Johnson's price way up. McLaurin, Judy sliding. Kirk sliding. We got to take Ayuk. Got to take Ayuk. So, through four rounds, Patrick Mahomes, Jonathan Taylor, Jamar Chase, Brandon, Ayuk. Brees Hall goes one pick before me at 410. And I think we're going to end up grabbing a running back here. Been saying I've been wanting to get more Kenneth Walker. I basically. There's been some running backs I've been trying to boost my exposure to down the stretch. ETN, Kenneth Walker, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift. We'll grab Kenneth Walker here. Earlier than where I've taken him uh, on most of my teams this year because he was kind of living in the back end of that fifth round. But we've now just kind of seen that ADP, right, with all of these wide receivers sliding. Now you got Aaron Jones and Kenneth Walker and these guys inching up. As drafters realize, yeah, I'd I'd rather take that running back instead of an injured McLaurin or whatever. So we go Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, Jamar Chase and Brandon Ayuk at wide receiver, JT and Kenneth Walker at running back. Watch, Watch this be the team I'm forced to take McKinnon. Hmm. this draft needs more flair. What more do you want? What, what, where, tell me what these other streamers are doing and how much flair they're offering you. What, how much more flair can I give you, Chris? I'm out here pumping my veins with caffeine to perform for you. And you want more flair. I think, I think we'll do Momo. here's the thing. I actually, I prefer if I'm a God, I'll say the word it. When I go to brunch, real brunch, uh, I'm a Bloody Mary's guy. That's that's definitely my drink of choice. But if you're thinking through stream logistics, sure, if I could just have a, a Bloody Mary catering service here, bringing me fresh Bloody Mary's throughout the stream, I would go Bloody Mary's. But if I'm thinking the ease of use of preparing and bringing down all the materials and goods and pouring myself drinks throughout a stream, I think mimosas are going to be an easier lift. So I just want it known out there, you know, Team Mimosa, Team Bloody Mary. There's good people on both sides, generally on Team Bloody Mary. But for this, logistically, I think Mimosas make sense. You just want to woo? Woo! There you go. There you go. Hmm. Brandon wants me to go straight to the beer. There is like, it's funny how different alcoholic drinks have like various connotations. Like if you you getting a mimosa or a bloody Mary at brunch is just completely normalized. But if you're drinking like beer at 9am, you basically, again, to not be judged by society places, you can do it. Like if you're at an airport bar, all bets are off, right? You have a beer at, at the airport bar at 9 a.m. No one's going to judge you. Um, if you're at the sports book, you know, you're in Vegas and you roll down, you get your bets in, the action's about to kick off, like no one's judging you for having a beer at 9 a.m. You're on the the guy week trip, right? You guys, you all wake up the next morning, a little hair of the dog. No one's making Bloody Marys because everyone's too hungover and no, one, no one's got time for that. So you crack open a beer, no one's judging you there. But for the most part, the beer at 9 a.m., I think like beer on stream at 9 a.m., it feels aggressive. And I don't even know if I have kind of the palate or the appetite for a cold beer at 9 a.m. In certain contexts, right? Maybe like a Guinness, you go to the pub and you're you're watching soccer with your friends because your friends like soccer and they've convinced you that it's a, an elitist sport that you're smarter for watching. Then yeah, you have a Guinness at the bar at 9 a.m. But just like, you know, Modelo, that's my, that's my go-to beer. Like I'm, I'm not cracking a Modelo at 10 a.m. on Friday. I appreciate you guys workshopping this with me, talking it through. But I think I think I'm settled on mimosa's for Friday. <sighs> you should hire yourself drink a bloody mary. That would be incredible. Uh, if if there is uh, in the greater Boston area, if there's a bloody mary catering service. It'd be incredible if there was just, like, a Bloody Mary cart over my back shoulder. Welcome, Ryan. Becoming a new YouTube member. That's all I needed to do was pontificate on what things are socially acceptable to drink in the morning, and that's how I get the YouTube members. Stop talking about Kenneth Walker, Pete, and talk about the top five beers to drink. At the ski lodge in the hot tub after a long day. I always love those posts. They're like, first beer with your buddies on the trip. That's a top five beer. Post, post run is one of my favorite beers. All right. What are we going to do here? We need some, we need some receivers, right? You guys said Judy's been falling to the eighties, right? Is this a Gabe Davis spot? Gabe Davis goes. We've been pushing JSN. Man. Man, this got gross here. Maybe do we just keep loading up on some James Cook and then see what comes back to us wide receiver-wise? You know what? Let's grab Zay Flowers, plays IU in week 16, and then we'll see what comes back to us here. But, man... It is crazy how gross wide receiver has gotten. That's what I did, Silas. We did Zay. Um, I think we grab. I think we grab James Cook here. I, I imagine James Cook is gonna be falling a little bit because of the Damian Harris stuff. I mean, he was going in what? The sixth round there for a while. I guess I'm taking him slightly ahead of ADP. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. The chat's saying I should take Pittman. He's another guy that man can fall sometimes to the eighth round. Let's let's go. Uh, let's go, James Cook here. Uh, so we have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, J.T. Kenneth Walker, James Cook at running back, wide receiver Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, Zay Flowers. The nice thing too about like the Mahomes teams when you're weak at wide receiver is there ends up being tons of backdoor options for stacks. So we'll be ripping it in with Chiefs pass catchers down the stretch. Mm. Taylor says you and Leone should do a beer mile draft. Yeah, last time I did a beer mile draft was uh, when Pete Manzanelli challenged uh, Jonathan Bales and Adam Levitan to a beer mile. That is the broathlon. If you search my YouTube channel in the words broathlon, you can find that video. Mans did win, but it included a penalty lap. Because we had a penalty. <laughs> if you threw up the beer, you had to do an extra lap. Mans threw up and still beat Levitan and Bales in the beer mile. But yeah, I, I would actually be game to do another beer mile sometime. As a reminder, I do know we're we're in crunch time. A lot of people have been watching some of these streams, haven't signed up at underdog. There's a, there's a promo void in this show now, now that I'm not doing the sub to the channel. But you can get a $100 deposit match on Underdog Fantasy. See my nifty new sign there? You sign up on Underdog, you can put in up to $100, they'll match that. So first-time depositors, put $100 in, get $100. If you only want to do $25, they will match that. Promo code PETE on Underdog Fantasy. If you guys, for some reason, have been watching all these streams all summer and you say, you know what? Now's the time where I jump in. All this Bloody Mary and Mimosa talk has gotten me really itching to do a draft. We we, Bales has been on the club. I don't know. But Bales is off the grid, man. Who knows where Jonathan Bales is these days? He's off the grid. Testimonials deposit closet. No, no. Tyler, your, your comments remain paywalled to the audio or the visual listeners. Uh, Christopher, do I do any guillotine drafts? Yeah, I'm doing one of them right now um, in a fun league. I will actually, I'll I'll now announce another guest for the Friday stream because I'm in this draft. Uh, Tom Everett Scott, who you guys know, you know, from things like the randomizer, that thing you do. I mean, you know all of his credits. Um, He's going to come on and do a draft with me. I'm doing a guillotine draft with him right now. Uh, So yeah, I always do that one guillotine draft a year. It's very fun. drafted Justin Herbert in that one. Um, but, yes, Tom Everett Scott will be a part of the Friday Marathon stream. His draft is going to be at 120 p.m. Eastern. I'm scheduling this bad boy down to the minute. 50-minute chunks, guests, streams, Best Ball Mania draft. Tom Everett Scott. Who is your most drafted player? Uh, I still think I'm JSN at the highest, although it might have gone down. James Cook is close. James Cook is close. What is he at? 16.8%. Had a ton of JSN, 19.8%. Had a ton of Sam Howell, 16%. All right. We're about to, uh, to pick here in the... Eighth round here at 8-11. Silas says, my Damian Harris bags are packed and a bit scurred. I did just get a share of him. Come on, come on, for old time's sake, Neil, for old time's sake, Neil, let me do it, I'll head over to the ship chasing stream if you let me do it, I'll head over, we'll roll the clip, we'll roll the fucking clip. Die more, two wide. It's the fucking sickest name I've ever seen for a wide receiver on my goddamn life. Oh. Oh, All right, we did it. Sky Moore. I don't always draft Sky Moore, but when I do, it's when I select Patrick Mahomes. Um, all right, let's see here. I think still need to be loading up on wide receivers here. Do I go Bateman or Tony? <laughs> Do I go Bateman or Tony? I mean, Bateman, I click a lot. He plays IU in week 16. I rarely, well, I guess I have 5% Tony. I mean, this is, this is the time to take Tony, right? This is the time. If I'm not taking Tony... With Patrick Mahomes, when I don't have Travis Kelsey, when else am I taking Kadarius Tony? If I, I, this is, these are some of the spots where you kind of wish you're in the middle of the round, you know, and it's a little easier to catch some value fallers. Tony's obviously not coming back to 119. I take, I I prefer Bateman. Uh, I take Bateman uh, way more often, had what, like triple um, Tony, but these are those spots where, I got to use the correlation as, as the tiebreaker there. Davis, you don't get to talk about Justin Ross. You, le- you are an unreliable narrator. You are like a politician who has flip-flopped on your Justin Ross stance like 19 times this summer. Can't trust these guys out here deleting their tweets, flip-flopping on their takes. Whatever's convenient. You don't get to comment on Justin Ross. Some of us have been drafting Justin Ross all offseason and getting mocked for it. And now you want to come around and tell me I can't take other wide receivers because of Justin Ross? No, 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 no. That's not how this works. Let the record show that drafting both Kadarius Toney and Justin Ross is not a mutually exclusive thing. When you select Kadarius Toney, underdog, thankfully, does not pluck Justin Ross out of the player pool. <sighs> Man, I wish I had more coffee. I think I got like this. Don't get excited for a pour. I think there's literally like a couple of drips left, but but we're going for it because I'm feeling parched. I feel dehydrated. I'm out in the wilderness trying to find a wide receiver who's going to run more than 10% of the snaps. That was better. That was there was more there than I thought. I thought it was going to be a few drips. I got at least a sip and a half.
1: Hmm.
0: That'd be pretty badass. How do I not have a coffee sponsor yet? How do I not have a coffee sponsor? I might just take every single chiefs wide receiver i'm just in that kind of giga stacking mood today i mean it still is possible that. i mean i think it's unlikely at this point because justin ross has had such a great camp in preseason what have, have the roster projection bros like gamed this out yet because All of the beat, like Justin Watson's going nowhere. Like Justin Watson is on the team. Have we figured out who the odd man out is yet? Duke, I thought you were supposed to be my hype man. You're supposed to be my hype man. And now you're out here bringing the vibes down, mentioning Redacted. You were, I, I had hired you as my life coach. You were helping me do visualizations. Let's see. We are on the clock here. This does feel like a running back pick. Nothing at tight end. This is a tight end thing here. Probably get... I I ain't scared about this Rashad Penny thing. I think we're going to keep ripping it in on Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny, a good fourth back to pair with JT, Kenneth Walker, and James Cook. and let's see here it seems like it could be a good jacoby myers right if we want a, uh, production we get jacoby myers playing kc in week uh 16 which we're going to end up onslaughting here so now we got the jamar chase bring back in week 17 and the jacoby myers bring back in week 16. start your own coffee brand grinders duck logo i could once i once i crack this um mimosa cart catering business maybe then i'll start on this also i need your guys's i need you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna crowdsource this a little bit i have a name so i'm trying to think what i want to name the Monday show going forward in season. So in previous years, we've always had the Monday 10 a.m. It used to be the GPP lineup review show. Obviously in the off season, it's called Best Ball Breakfast. This year, I feel like it's going to be more of a hybrid thing because the FBI has granted us permission to talk about our best ball teams in season. But I'm also going to be still talking about my DFS play as well. We'll be looking at weekly winter sweat. It's going to be more of a hodgepodge. And so I need to think Do we continue calling it best ball breakfast? I don't know if that is a a perfect name for it. I've been thinking of going with something like fantasy review and brew. So we get the, you know, the coffee theme in there, we get the morning theme, but it's a little bit more generalized for best ball DFS. But if you guys have a good suggestion for a name, obviously alliteration helps a nod to the morning or breakfast helps something that can encompass DFS and best ball helps. So, uh, how about that for our comment challenge? Now that you guys are all done commenting, um, leave a comment after and let me know uh, a good name for that show. And if I use your name, if I use your uh, name for the show, I will send you a $50 gift card to the store. How about that? So, everyone go in the lab. Let's get the riffing. And, you know, they say it takes a village to rename a Monday morning show that's what we're going to do. Yeah. This was my leader in the club clubhouse review and brew manic Mondays. Here's the thing guys, like there are like funner, catchier names, but it also has to be for people who don't know what's going on. It does help for the name to kind of suggest what they're going to get in for no best ball brunch Monday midterms. That sounds like a chore. Monday morning money. Most of the time, I'm not going to be having money in my account on Monday mornings. Monday munch. Sammy says I never win. That's what you want to name the show? I never win. (laughs) Uh, Monday show should literally just be called therapy. That's what we're changing this year. It is not. Monday morning shows are not just going to be a funeral. We are going to celebrate our successes. We're only going to eat so much shit. Ty says, when you get 15K subs, you get lazy and need to use the chat. I mean, I've been shamelessly crowdsourcing stuff. You guys, the Best, Bo- Best Ball Bros video, I had you guys all drop your favorite lines in the comments of one video. You guys get a writer's credit on the Best Ball Bros video. I'm nothing without you guys. It takes a village to stream all 150 drafts. By the way, if you miss Best Ball Bros video, by the way, did I just say by the way twice? Ooh, too much coffee. It's over on the Deposit Kingdom YouTube channel. So I have this YouTube channel for all my live streams. Then we got the Deposit Kingdom YouTube channel for the pre-produced stuff. So we had the Anatomy of a Million Dollar lineup over there earlier this offseason, How to Combat a Wide Receiver Avalanche. And then most recently, the Best Ball Bros video. Make sure you check that out. Get subscribed over there. Monday Morning, Morning spelled M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G best ball brewskis coffee beans and best ball monday morning blend monday morning mania review may view monday morning melee b spurf when are you updating the intro intro video when i uh when I when I hit up Lou and tell him we need to, to update it. Yeah. Uh I, I should I wanna get that updated for at least a few of these final streams. Oh, we really are gonna draft every single Chiefs wide receiver. Are we gonna draft every Chiefs wide receiver? We got Sky Moore. Boom. Fat pitch right over the plate. Easy. Then all of a sudden, Kadarius Tony, bam! Over the right field wall. Now he's up, one thousand percent batting average. Rashi Rice, right down the pike, bam! Fine. I'll just keep taking Chiefs wide receivers. What do we want to do at tight end here? Rising grind? I might have to ask Denny. Um, what do we want to do here? I do like Mostert a lot still. I also like Rojo. Hmm. I like Cole Komet gives me a little bit of upside at tight end. Let's take a let's take a tight end here. I don't have a lot of Cole Komet without fields. But, you know, when Laporte is off the board, I do like getting just a teeny bit of upside here. So we're just you know, we're going to take a little one off Cole Komet. You know, sometimes you hit the home run with the Patrick Mahomes correlation. Sometimes you just, well, man, my base, my lack of baseball knowledge is really going to bleed this analogy dry. Just say I struck out looking and selected Cole Komet. Mm. This is kind of fun. Best ball bag check. But I I don't, but see, I I need it to still be inclusive of DFS because I still am going to be playing DFS. We got the the hand builders and Opto Bros channel in the Deposit Kingdom. We got to be inclusive to DFS. But I do, Best Ball Bag Check is a fun name. Gets the alliteration, you get the double entendre there with Bag Check. Yes, I will be doing battle royales. I will, um, my in-season schedule is mostly solidified. Um, We'll be having some announcements over the next week or so for everything. We got some announcements over at Ship Chasing. We're going to have a shift in our programming schedule over there. I'm going to have a new show that's going to be uh, on Fridays. Have an announcement about that soon. I think I've already mentioned we're going to be back this year with JM to Win on Fridays. We'll, of course, have the TBD-named Monday Morning Review Show. But yes, we will, uh, we'll be making all of those announcements shortly. As I get my proverbial ducks in a row, you guys are still going wake and rake, wake and roster bait, (laughs) wake and roster bait is actually pretty good. If we did just lean into the best ball brunch theme with a little wake and roster bait, Ooh, now you guys are heating up. Will you please, will you guys please put these suggestions in the comments after the show? So they're not lost to the sands of time Pete's portfolio review is pretty good. That's pretty good. Portfolio, Pete's Portfolio Review. We get the alliteration. We get the uh, double entendre uh, there with portfolio. We get the nod to breakfast and coffee. Pete's Portfolio Review and Brew. Maybe that's the full full name. PPR, oh my God, and it's PPR? I think we might have done it. I think we might have done it. And by we, I mean my guy, RKFD, a.k.a. Jonathan, a.k.a. contributor over at Fantasy Life, Best Ball Grinder. I think you did it, Jonathan. I think you did it. Portfolio. See, this is what, why would I spend all day walking around my house, muttering to myself names, you and brew uh, roster wake and right when I can just ask the chat and let your guys' brilliant shine through Pete Overzet and the Piss Boys would be a solid band name except we'd get booed everyone come out and be like play the hits Piss Boys and then they take Travis Etienne Kenneth Walker J.K. Dobbins and James Cook with four straight picks boo boo the Piss Boys were supposed to take wide receivers boo <sighs> All right, what are we going to be doing here? I feel like I'm, like, close to being— I mean, I got to save my wide receiver bullets for more— Like, John, why, why is Jonathan Mingo falling this far? I don't know if structurally— I also need to think about my quarterback plan here, too. I don't know how I feel about a Jimmy Garoppolo team. <laughs> hmm. Jordan Love is gone. Let's take Kendra Miller, who again I just find completely mispriced. I need to think about some of my backdoor stacks here. I think is this is this where we pull the Kyler? I mean Mahomes, Mahomes Kyler is probably the pairing, right? It gives us backdoor stack options. We can bide our time. I think we go. I do like Musgrave here, but I don't have any correlation stuff that I really, if there's no Jordan Love back, I don't have anything with Minnesota. Hmm. Easy saying Big Irv with the bring back. That could definitely make sense. Is there any chance Irv comes back? Unlikely. I just don't think I like my quarterback options late. I think I want to grab Kyler here and just have another big crack. It also sets me up. I still like Trey McBride a lot. Breakfast roast is is the the roast double entendre of making fun of my teams and coffee roast is pretty good too. Castor toast. Mm. Adam, you can stop spamming in this in the chat. I feel like I've talked about all of these guys at extended length, um, all offseason. Actually, this is a good chance to plug, in the uh, Fantasy Life newsletter this week and on the site, we have a piece coming where all of us contributors, including Jonathan, who I just mentioned, write up two of our fades, and I wrote up Nick Chubb and Calvin Ridley and explained my thought process. So how about that for a plug? If you're gonna spam the chat with the same comment, I am going to have you delay the gratification of that answer by keeping an eye out for the article on fantasy life later this week. Hmm. Pete's piss boy reviews. There's, There's not much piss to review. We'll have to do a final thing and see how many zero RB teams I ended up with. Not a lot, by the way. Um, we are going to do a third draft after this one. This draft is going slow, isn't it? Here is everyone picking really slow in this one. I feel like I've been doing a lot of vamping, and I still have three more picks um, today. Uh, ADP chasing. They're going to be live at twelve thirty. They pushed back a teeny bit to accommodate my drafts. They were going to do a high stakes draft today on ADP chasing. They were going to do a bulldog draft, and then that filled late last night. So they're going to do a normal show uh, looking at preseason risers and fallers today. Sam Sherman, Davis Maddock, and Pat Corrain. But I do believe they're going to try to schedule a high stakes draft later this week over on ADP chasing to do an underdog draft. We'll see what underdog blesses us blesses us, blesses us with as far as contest options for this final week. Kyle shouting out the Best Ball exposures part of Fantasy Life. Yep, the Best Ball Hub. I'll drop that link down here. I've been using it on basically every stream draft. I pull it up just to check out my early combinations. GM Bindles, GA, acknowledging how slow this one has been. That's the thing. I'm like, I was booking my... My Friday marathon stream. And I, I'm booking it in fifty 50 minute chunks. Uh, but it is funny like the range on drafts, because we can legit get drafts when everyone's ripping. You can get what? You can get a 35 minute draft. I mean, you're you're talking to the guy who presided over the world's fastest slow draft. But then sometimes these drafts, it's like, wow, everyone's taking their sweet ass time. Look at this, Adam's mad because I didn't answer why I'm fading Nick Chubb, Barkley, and Calvin Ridley, and now he's trying to get me. Pete, I have too much Kendre Miller lineup review. H- how did Kendre Miller's price not jump back up? Like, the whole reason it went down made sense because there was injury stuff. Then he comes out and starts with the ones in preseason, <laughs> catches an incredible ball, scores a touchdown, Everyone is tripping over themselves to draft Tank Bigsby, but wants nothing to do with Kendra Miller. Y'all are wild. All right. Standing at the plate. Drafted Kyler Murray. Please no auto timeouts here. I'm ready to wait for my pitch. Don't timeout. Okay one more neils one more here i'm ready it's short king summer bitches come on neil damn it swing and a miss rondell moore at 190. all right hang on let me get back to the plate hey shake that one off shake that one off just a light single light single down the middle with michael wilson Who do you want me to scroll down to? Greg Dorch. The Michael Wilson over Rondell Moore at these prices, like cost adjusted when Rondell Moore was going at like 120 for sure. But if we're not waving Rondell Moore at 190, it feels like last year when people were taking Kenneth Gainwell over Miles Sanders, like that's what it starts to feel like. When the trendy guy becomes so trendy, the bet is cost-adjusted, obviously, the cost-adjusted, cost, cost adjusted. but when it moves to where he's actually flipping them, and Rondell Moore's going one pick before Michael Wilson, that's jump the shark. That's jump the shark. Man, what are we going to do here with tight ends? Do we just do it? Do we just grab Justin Ross and do a two tight end build? We're done with running backs. I mean, we, we can definitely be done with wide receiver, or we can just draft every single one. <sighs> sure. Bam! Justin Ross! We're going to be thin at tight end. But you know what they say about teams that are thin at tight end? They have 19 Chiefs wide receivers on the team. The pick should have been, it should have been a a tight end, but I got too excited to hit another Chiefs dinger. Hmm. All right, now we need to find a tight end. I actually don't mind the skinny tight end builds, but this team definitely didn't need a ninth wide receiver, but I was doing batting practice. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Oh. <sighs> uh. Where is the, is the Noah? Is the Noah Gray? Is the Noah Grave Hive coming out now? <laughs> That's right. Sometimes we service the audio listeners. Sometimes we service Davis. Davis was trying to troll me, saying I don't get to pick Kadarius Tony when I could just take Justin Gray justin gray justin ross and i had to prove that you can take both all right we already we're already registered for the next draft the next draft starts in 44 seconds i have the one four here we need to speed this up we're gonna hop over to our next draft This might be the slowest draft I've done all year. These guys just taking their sweet-ass time. In the 1-4 draft, we got my guy Roto Run from the 1-1. Justin Gray, that's what I need. If you could just combine Justin Ross and Noah Gray, into one Frankenstein total freak of nature? he basically be Travis Kelsey. John, do something weird, dude. You're a game theory, bro. You can't take Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase 101. Oh, you already took Justin Jefferson 101. We're going to hop over to this one. I For the audio listeners and everyone's an audio listener on this other board right now because I haven't switched the board over to the other draft as drama builds. Will Pete take another Chiefs wide receiver at pick 215? Will he take Justin Watson? So this draft started Justin Jefferson, Tyree Hill, and then entrapped uh, timed out on Jamar Chase. That hurts. That hurts. I'm going to grab Christian McCaffrey in this room, though. We grabbed Christian McCaffrey over in the other draft, which is going to be 134. Man, I've, I've bit off more than I can chew. I got to land the plane here. I got to select a tight end. I got to recap the team. Then I got to hop over to the other draft board. Man, man, I sure hope I can do it. I sure hope I can do it. Are there too many fantasy football influencers? Sure seems like it, <laughs> sure seems like it. No, there is room for everyone. All right, final tight end pick. Who are the tight end options, b Let me show you. Hayden Hurst, Isaiah Likely, Noah Fant, K-Dotten, Trey McBride. Wow, the Cole Turner hive is actually coming on strong these days. Colt Turner up to a 214.1. Mike Gesicki, Jelani Woods. You guys already know what the pick is. I'll use the davis Maddox star method. Davis Maddox Star Method, come on down. Wait for it. Neil's, uh, Neil's taking Trey McBride as his fourth tight end would have been funny. All right, two, five, nine, one build. Peter Overzet at the plate. Oh, here comes a knuckleball. Bam! Trey McBride deep. Over the green monster. Holy hell. Grand slam. Wrap up that correlation. Kyler Murray. With Michael Wilson and Trey McBride. And let's not forget about the Rashad Penny bring back in week 17. All right. I need to recap this team. And then I need to make my pick at 2-9. All right. We need to get efficient here. The final team here. two five nine two build. Patrick Mahomes. Kyler Murray. Running backs. Jonathan Taylor. Kenneth Walker. James Cook. Rashad Penny. Kendra Miller. Nice. Wide receivers. How long do you guys got? Jamar Chase, Brandon Ayuk, Zay Flower, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Jacoby Myers, Rashi Rice, Michael Wilson, Justin Ross. All of the Chiefs wide receivers. A little batting practice there today. Tight ends. Worried about your tight ends. Cole Komet and Trey McBride. Hey, I'm worried about them too. All right, let's hop over to this other draft. Back, 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 back. Gone. This room might be living a little. Can I please get Devontae Adams or Jalen Waddle at pick 21? Please? Can I please get Devontae Adams or Jalen Waddle at pick 21? Yes! That's fun. That's fun. Just a nice little ADP slide there. Fine. We get uh Devontae Adams goes at 20. That would have been quite the slide there. We start Christian McCaffrey and Jalen Waddle. We start Christian McCaffrey and Jalen Waddle. So our three starts today. Austin Eckler and Jalen Waddell, Jamar Chase and Patrick Mahomes, and Jalen Waddell and Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Let's see if I have any Waddle CMC teams. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate this. Someone needed to hear this. I don't know who needed to hear this, but you cannot be strong at all four positions. Q. Tyler. Tyler is typing. Tyler has a response So you cannot be strong at all four positions. Wow. Roto run. God, how cliche. Is that the most cliche game theory, bro? I watched a best ball tip about reaching for Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson to pair with my Justin Jefferson share. Come on, John. I expect more creativity from you. That's Game Theory 101. I thought you were supposed to be Game Theory 501. Let me have Devonta Smith here. Come on. Let me have Devonta Smith at... Are you going to time out again? This guy is timed out. Come on, Entrapped. Are you even drafting? Seriously? Come on. Let me just have Devonta Smith at 3-4. Nope. All right, we'll do T. Higgins. Fine. Fine. We'll do T. Higgins. Kind of surprised. Well, actually, I'm not surprised just because I take running backs so much at this spot in the early third. I do not have a ton of T. Higgins. I think I was only slightly over the field on T. Nine point two percent. Don't mind him at three four. There would have been fun to get Devonta Smith. So we start Christian McCaffrey, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins. What I'm trying to think. How did so what unfolded here? So we got Tony Pollard who went at the one-two turn. We got the Chubb Barkley drafter. The Garrett Wilson drafter took Jalen Hurts at 16. So that ended up the, the Barkley Pollard Hurts picks is what pushed these wide receivers down. And then we saw Henry and Jacobs go. And then uh John did the Mark Andrews-Lamar Jackson thing, which then pushed Devonta and T. Higgins. People have been really been riding me for my Devontae Smith pronunciation because I say Devontae Smith. I'm getting better. I'm like 50-50 on getting it right. I think it was on Ship Chasing the other night. I I, st- I said Devontae the whole time. Entrapped, who's on auto draft right now, got Jamar Chase, Derrick Henry, and Devontae Smith. Mm. Mm. I knew you had that, Tyler. It is, it is one of the worst feelings. Nothing worse than the guy you wanted to fall as the top pick and the next guy is auto-drafting. You just have to sit there and watch it happen. Here's here's the spin zone on it, and I agree I was I was tilting that, but um, it all comes back around, right? Because you get bailed out. Anyone can auto-draft the first three to four rounds and your team's going to be fine. It's when you start auto-drafting the landmines, especially when ADP hasn't adjusted on guys like Jerry Judy. Like, if he's going to end up with Terry McLaurin and Judy here, then all of a sudden... We no longer tilt it and we thank him for his service james james i'll dm you the stream yard link if you want to come on stream right now we can all make fun of you on stream i will i will I, I i want to start doing that more uh when people say just pronounce his name correctly it's not difficult to do yes uh stream every minute of your waking life james and we'll see how you do open invite to come on the stream and I can make fun of you for stuttering. No, it is pronounced Devante. There's an article out there where his nickname is Tay. The music, Mike, I'd love to get laughed at with the ducks in the background. How do I pronounce? I say Deontay Foreman. Some people say Danta. Isn't it Deonta? You got you got to respect the uh, the apostrophe there. I think. Um, all right, we're doing Ramondre at pick forty-five. Holy cow! Look at all these fallers. We got Keenan. My God. Mm. Chad says oddly specific stutter call out. Well, I just know no one who does regular streaming will come on and uh, and stutter. The chat is getting pedantic today here. There there are so many commenters, uh, Twitter trolls, people from Discord that I would love to bring in (laughs) that are keyboard warriors and love to watch them absolutely melt on camera. Open invite if you are a prolific shit poster and troll to come on stream and watch your world come crumbling down, the confidence washing away. I get the sauce, pronunciation sauce. This is how you get famous. You start trolling more, and then I bring you on stream. (laughs) Adam says, come on. He'll come on. I'm sorry, Adam. I'm fading you in round two. I'm fading Chubb, Barkley, Ridley, and Adam Liss. Look at all the trolls coming out. Sup, Pete. David Flood. I don't think I've ever seen David Flood's name in this chat. I like that we've we've now moved, we've progressed, right? We did the giveaway. We did all of the rah-rah, the toxic positivity. And now we can all say how we truly feel about each other. Pete, you don't pronounce names right. And then I get to call you, uh, call you out for coming on stream and not being good at talking either. Isn't entrapped at least? Entrapped going to auto Aaron Jones this time. See, this is it's going to start to swing back. Now I get Brandon Ayuk at pick 52 with McCaffrey. Seems fun. I do like this start Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, Jalen Waddle, T Higgins, and Brandon Ayuk from the one four spot here. Look at Roto run grabbing the Najee dip at four five. Man, Entrapped got lucky because he just missed the Terry McLaurin. Oh, another plug today. I'm going to be going on Liam's stream, aka Checkers Liam, aka the winner of Best Ball Mania 2, aka the guy that was lamenting being late on Darrington Evans in Best Ball Mania 2, even though he won it. Anyways, I'm going to do a show at 3. We're going to draft one of my BBM bullets. Because if I'm on stream this week drafting, it needs to be one of my bullets. Uh I have it all gamed out right now for this schedule. We're gonna draft a BBM team on the club, gonna draft a BBM team on the uh on the Swolecast. adding a best ball breakfast. We're gonna draft a team on best ball after dark with Bill Barnwell. Draft, 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 draft. Yeah, odds I'm bullied into taking Kincaid ahead of ADP. We actually just took Kincaid in one of our uh, Mastiff slow drafts, the $1,000 buy-in. He slid to, I think we took him at pick 135 or 136. So getting a little bit of Kincaid exposure in the high stakes. I have not seen Liam's thumbnail for the stream, and now I'm scared. All right, I want to go look. All right, let let me pull this up. oh let's see what Liam has done with this oh my God Liam let's see. what what even is this Liam Probably the worst photo oh my my photo is in the way hang on let me let me push my photo over to the side let me get rid of the overlay so we can fully appreciate this Liam. This guy just, he just refuses to pay someone else to make his thumbnails for him. You got, you honestly got to respect it. You really got to respect it. All right, where's my draft here? Where's my draft? All right, we're back. Let me move myself back up here. There we go. The guy is off the rails. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. He's a grinder. On the When I had Liam on the randomizer, we got to see how the sausage got made because we had a couple prompts where he had to make thumbnails on the fly. It was a true treat. It was a real treat to watch Liam make thumbnails. You know, like sitting front row, you know, getting to watch Tom Brady or LeBron James or Monet. Just people at the peak of their powers performing at an elite level. What are you gonna do, G Kleiner? Because I have a pick I would like to take. Like to do a little Baltimore batting practice. Boom! Been wanting to get more J.K. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins at this price. Kittle would also be fun with our mega. But man, I, I just want more Dobbins. I'm sorry. Kittle's fun if we want to keep the Omega stacking theme, but I just want more Dobbins. I don't know what what to tell you guys. I want more Dobbins. Also, a small chance Kittle comes back. Fuck, not a small chance because Enwrapped is auto-drafting. Can you please be back, Enwrapped? Can you please be back and just make a pick? Because if not, I don't think John's probably taking Kittle and the Hawkinson drafters probably not. If it weren't for Enwrapped, we might have had a chance. He was going to get Dobbins or Kittle, though, regardless. Bye, Kittle. Bye, George Kittle. It's okay. I needed more Dobbins. I needed it! (sighs) Vadim said, I had all these things I needed to do today. Instead, I'm just drafting BBM. It happens. Did I forget to update my banner? This is 134, right? I think I forgot to update the banner. 134. Can you believe it? Can you believe that we've got 134... Best Ball Mania streams. What is that? So 134, if we just budget that at 45 minutes a pop, that's over 6,000 minutes divided by 60, 100 hours. We've now, we just crossed probably literally in the past few minutes, we've, we've passed 100 hours of live stream drafts. It's too much. It's too much. All right. At least raft is now falling on the Miles Sanders sword, and I can take Jordan Addison here. Definitely like uh, the tight ends there, but with as far as some of those tight ends have been falling, and starting with three running backs here, I want to keep grabbing some wide receivers. So the team threw seven rounds: CMC, Ramondre, and J.K. Dobbins at running back; Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, and Jordan Addison at wide receiver. Nice that uh, the Tyreek Hill drafters behind me. So if I want to get Tua, uh, probably going to have to prioritize two at 93, which could put me in a tough spot if we get a crazy tight end faller. So what they say, Mal- Malcolm Gladwell is actually writing the sequel and it's about 100 streamer hours. He says around the 100th hour, you learn how to properly pronunciate NFL player names. (laughs) Oh, I appreciate that, Starkindler. There isn't another internet human I'd rather have spent a 100 hours of my year with actually it reminds me uh someone made a video although they wanted to remain anonymous they made a a sentimental ode uh to to drafting maybe maybe we play it at the end of this stream maybe i can get it loaded in here and we can play it and we'll we'll close out on that i gotta post it as a short but i feel like debuting it at the end of the episode could be good let me see here All right. Yeah, I just got it loaded in the hopper. So we have a special treat as we look back. I guess it would be more. Actually, we might have to save it for Friday. I'm sorry. I don't mean to tease, but this video is too good. Someone made a a video, an ode to streaming all 150 of my drafts. I think we got to save it for Friday. I got too excited. We got to wait. did i gave you guys content blue balls adp chasing going live at 12 30 here Ten thousand hours rule for nfl name pronunciations no this was this has just been my uh my batting practice because i'm i'm going on sirius xm uh I'm doing SiriusXM Xm tomorrow and then in season I'll be doing SiriusXM Xm Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 11 to 1 with Kendall Valenzuela with Fantasy Life. And that's where that's where I really got to dial in my pronunciations because hell half no fury like a Twitter egg sliding into my my DMs telling me I said Devonta Smith's name wrong. You know, I can deal with these guys in the YouTube chat you guys are easy to deal with. I can keep you at arms' arms reach. All right, I do think I do think we need to do Tua here. I don't think Tua is coming back um, with the Tyree Kill Drafter behind us. Normally, it's kind of nice that normally the Tyree Kill Drafter is on the other side of you over here, um, and then I could have just seen if they reach for Tua and then have two cracks at it coming back. But we're just gonna lock Tua up here. Man, my, my Tua exposure is getting up there at 13% heading into today, selected him twice more in these drafts. But when you draft Jalen Waddle, Tua becomes a pretty damn good pick. Hmm. pronounce Tua's last name. I should, uh, I I think I bailed on it. I think, let me try it. Let me try. The key when you don't, so there's two keys when you don't know exactly how to pronounce a name. One, you say it really fast. And two, you say it with supreme confidence. If you do those two things, you can get away with it. And that is why I just stacked up Jalen Waddle with Tua Tagovailoa. You see that? You leave no room to bail on the pronunciation, you just say it fast and confident. That's what you do. All right, what happened to this draft board? What happened here? Entrapped is going to time out and take Dalvin Cook. This is a l- little bit flat for running back, and I really don't need running backs right now. Kind of flat for tight end. I might just grab my guy Dobbs. Might just grab my da- my my guy Dobbs here. Little week seventeen correlation with Jordan Addison gives me outs to another backdoor stack. Let's do it. All right, the team threw nine rounds. Tua stacked up with Waddle, three running backs, CMC at pick four, Ramondre at 45, J.K. Dobbins at 69, nice. Wide receivers, Jalen Waddle, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Jordan Addison, Romeo Dobbs, and no tight ends through nine rounds. Wow, pronunciation comment section. You guys are living your life today. All right, take back the pick. Dobbs has an injury. Can we undo all my JSN picks too? And my Terry McLaurin ones? How about my Traylon Burks ones? My Kyler Murray picks? Can we we undo all of the players I selected that are injured? Is he injured for the full year? Let's see. How does this contest work? $3 million. What is that paid out? that 3 million is paid out in week 17 then you do get some money in week 15 16. is is dot is he out is he out for the full year cuz if he's out for the full year then I do regret that uh, macnova says 134 drafts in we need something new to complain about exactly exactly That's, this is like, I think we all overstayed our welcome. You know, I've been, normally I do two drafts. We're normally about, what, a buck 45, hour 45. We get in, we get out. Everyone's everyone's on pins and needles today. Everyone's chirping at each other. We're like a family reunion that goes one day too long. You're glad to see everyone. It's been a while, but then Aunt Nancy is kind of getting on your nerves. Then all of a sudden, Uncle Scott is eating potato salad with his bare hands and not using a fork. And it's just kind of like, all right, let's pack it in. Let's try this again in another 10 years. It was great seeing everybody. But Aunt Linda just took the entire mimosa carafe to the face. And I think it's time. I told you, Chad, it's the family reunion that's gone too long. Where is this Dobbs new? I don't even know. I just read something from the chat that told me he's hurt. Who is the best player, highest ADP value you have on your BBM4 rosters? Yeah, there haven't been any, like, massive, massive risers. I would say my two biggest CLV wins are probably Marvin Mims, who I was selecting a ton in May and June. And then, honestly, probably James Cook. You know, Sean and I, Sean was getting, I had such a bad take where I'd said to Sean one time when he wanted us to take James Cook, and I was like, eh, I don't really think James Cook is the kind of guy that's going to rise. I feel like his ADP will just chill out right here. Uh, and then lo and behold, he jumped two and a half rounds of ADP. So those are two guys that I've selected a ton, Marvin Mims and James Cook, where I've gotten what? At least kind of two rounds of, of closing line value. That's another thing you can see in the Fantasy Life Best Ball Hub. You can see the current ADP and your average ADP for them. But there really haven't been any, we didn't get the Damian Pierce type rise, or at least we haven't yet. Um, it would probably take a lot for that to happen. Are we doing an Anthony Richardson team? Or do you stack up Kirk Cousins with Jordan Addison? Hmm. This feels like a spot to get a little bit more Anthony Richardson. I mean, we do have backdoor stuff with Brandon Ayuk. Like I said, we have Cousins. I don't often draft Anthony Richardson, but when I do, it's at cheap prices. Let's, uh, let's grab Anthony Richardson to pair with Tua. KP, I missed the winners of the giveaway. Yes, we did that on Friday. Friday stream with Rob Coakley. Wow, Spag's coming out of the woodwork on the Splash Play account. I'm going to join the trolls if you don't take AR. I I call him AR because I don't know how to pronounce. Anthony Rich, Richard, Richard, Richardson? Anthony Richardson? I think I got that one. Yeah, I'm going to go get my Anthony Richardson jersey right now. Chad says, I think the only way to get a Damian rise is an injury and a free agent RB just getting into a nutted spot. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the Damian Pierce rise just happened from, there was no injury that happened. It was just the market getting really confident he was going to be the starting running back last year. Like when King Capital got him, I think it was a 12th or 13th round pick and then he settled. In the seventh round, I thought maybe we could get a rise like that from one of the Dolphins' backs or the Bears' backs or even the Saints' backs. But the Kamara suspension ended up being lighter than we thought. The specter of a running back trade kept all the Dolphins' picks in check. And then the Bears' one, that I still think is the most likely candidate. There were some whispers that Deonta Foreman might get cut. Like, if something like that happened... But the market is now more on Khalil Herbert and it's harder for him to rise a bunch because he was already the most expensive back. So I think the moral of the story is we're not going to get a this year's Damian Pierce. I think that's that's the deal. Um, All right, what do we want to do here? We could take Tank Bigsby. He slides a little bit past ADP or we could sit on... Um, A-Chain with our Miami bet. The tight ends have kind of gotten wiped here. I think we'll just grab... I think we'll just grab uh, Bigsby here. So we add Bigsby to CMC, Ramondre, Dobbins. And then that will give us permission to only go four if we want i think this could definitely be a four running back build my guess is at some other juncture we're probably going to like a fifth running back but could certainly do that if i wanted still punting tight end here This is, this is the sad reminder, because we're gonna quickly figure out that there's multiple of these guys. Uh, MT, uh, MTM Revolt here says, we were drafting Isaiah Spiller and Terry Davis-Price over Pierce last year to start. Mistakes were made. Some some of these guys that we're taking in what? I don't know, picks 100 to 130, the Tank Bigsby's, the Devon H. like so one of these guys is going to be this year's Spiller. It is like it. It is kind of um. It's a weird psychological thing with best ball drafting because you do truly have to draft like you're right. Like you have to draft as if you know Zach Charbonnet is this year's Kenneth Walker that breaks out from these rounds. You have to draft as if Antonio Gibson is this year's Ramondre Stevenson. Like when you make those clicks to win a six hundred thousand plus person tournament, you have to have nailed the league winner. And yet by far the most likely probability is that those picks bust and so it's this weird psychological effect that to be a good drafter you have to draft the most idealized version of that selection and yet also you got to be willing to get kicked in the nuts when they are not that and that is both the beauty and the rub of best ball no best ball brunch jokes Anthony says, Pete, any Jalen Tolbert shares after the Cowboys said he's locked in. Anthony, I made a vow on stream that I was one and done with Jalen Tolbert. No, no other Tolbert shares. I promise I would never lie about something. I have one share, 0.8%, one and done Jalen Tolbert. If I say on stream, I'm never taking a guy ever again, I'm a man of my word. Bobby says, "Athletic has seven wide receivers making KC, so should be good." You must be you must be behind on the on the replay stream, but that is good to know. That me doing uh, Kansas City Chiefs batting practice worked out well. Revolt says, "I think the market uh, did better at adjusting to post draft this year. I think for the most part, I do too. I do too." I think what we were, I think I talked about it with Karain, right? That the market is still pretty bad at reacting to news that has happened relatively recently. You know, you see how long the Judy ADP lingers just because people are so anchored to it. But over the longer samples of the summer, the ADP has been really good. All right, I will take uh, Devon A-Chain and be done at running back. If we're going to, on a on a two-a build, if we're going to get uh, A-Chain here this year's... Isaiah Spiller at pick 141, and we can uh we can X out uh running backs at this point. So the team here through 12 rounds, uh, two attack and uh, and Anthony Richardson at quarterback, running back, Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, JK Dobbins, Tank Big Z, and Devon A chain, wide receiver, Jalen Waddle, T Higgins, Brandon Ayuk Jordan Addison, and Romeo Dobbs. No tight ends. but we can figure that out. We will figure it out. Yeah, this is a a tough one. I don't know if I have a strong take on this. Do you guys have a take on it? John says, where are we at on 18th round? Uh, Deion Jackson versus Evan Hull. I kind of lean Jackson. It's tough, right? Because Jackson was really good in a couple of those spots last year but it does spook me that his Deion Jackson's calling card was catching a ton of balls. And I'm just not sure how much of that we're going to get with Richardson, but I am more inclined in that spot to lean in favor of the back. Who's been in the system that they clearly trust in pass protection and third downs. He just seems like the guy that has the clearer path to being on the field more. But what do you guys think? Are you guys on team Evan hole or are you on team? Deion Jackson. I've been seeing, uh, aren't there ADPs pretty close to each other now too? Uh, Entrapped is going to time out here. I'm going to go ahead and reach for Alec Pierce. I don't think he's going to come back to me at 165. Um, I definitely want to get that stack with Anthony Richardson here. And this is such a flat range. Van Jefferson, MBS, Gallup, Osborne. Let's go ahead and get Alec Pierce here. So we stack up Anthony Richardson with pierce and now we're at a two five six oh build charlie says think it might be hard for judy etc to drop quicker because of auto droppers yeah that's like that's a really good point i wonder how much of the stickiness of that adp is less drafters being stubborn and not reacting to news and drafting off the ADP and more so guys like Entrapped here from the three-hole who just auto-draft and keep those ADPs right there. That would be interesting. Team Indifferent. Team JT isn't going anywhere. I will say, though... On the team, JT isn't going anywhere. I think that's a fine take, but we should still care about backup running backs and contingent value, even when they're behind uh, a locked and loaded starter. It was kind of what I was talking about with Zamir White before, where Zamir White just doesn't feel like a fun pick because we haven't got to see him have the backfield to himself much. Um, but I, I'm still interested in the backup running back on the Colts, even if you tell me Jonathan Taylor... Um, is there starting for them in week one there's still a lot of different ways there's lots of outs right would it would it shock anyone if JT became disgruntled again at some point in the season or there's an injury or they're just such a run heavy team this year that another back is getting on the field I don't know I just think there's paths to to caring about the back If, if we like the profile right like here's an example are you is anyone drafting backup running backs on the giants what is it eric gray and and matt Breida? but that's another one too where (laughs) i mean no one is drafting those guys or at least sub five percent of drafters are but i think it's fair to wonder if either of those guys in the event of an injury would get more than 10 touches Sue, can we mark this down? Tyler and I are having a side bet on JT. You, you guys could do whatever you want. Are you at, you want me to provide escrow services? I don't know if I can help you out on that front. I think you guys, I think you guys need to hash this out on your, on your own. <laughs> Only in my comments could I get Tyler saying, How much do you want to put down Sue Ann? I hope you guys figure it out. Uh be careful out there. Only make wagers with people you know and trust. What's Willis's bet logging rate? Will Willis is my accountant. He's been our accountant over on Splash Play over the years. He's a literal accountant, but he's also the best ball bets accountant. Um, I think we want more wide receivers here. Jalen Hyatt. Falling, I think we might be fully punting tight end. We might, yeah. I think if we go, we're gonna grab Jalen Hyatt here. We're definitely getting to three tight ends. Could this could this be a Dan Zach four tight end build? Who the fuck is Dan Zach? Let's 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 uh let's look at what we need here. We got Tua. In Richardson, skinny stacked wide receiver-wise. I wouldn't mind taking both of their tight ends. We do have Devon A-Chain as part of that Miami. Hmm. We also don't have a Baltimore bring back. I'm, I, might, I might be doing a four-tight end build, guys. I'm starting to talk myself into a, a four-tight end build here. We're good at running back. We're good at quarterback. Are we good at wide receiver? Jalen Waddell, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Jordan Addison, Dobbs, Pearson, Hyatt. I think we could potentially be done. I think we take Greg the leg. Greg the leg. Give us a little bit of upside at tight end. And then absolutely crank it purple. All right. Glad you guys could work this out in the chat. Need more wide receiver. I mean, Jaden Reed is interesting for sure, uh, especially as another uh, bet on the Packers. But he goes. I'm, I'm gragging and Greg and I'm telling you guys right now, I'm about to settle in for tight end batting practice. You might not like it, but I'm settling in. We're going to hit for the tight end cycle. You guys really need to hash out the particulars of this bet before you lock it in next time. Can someone Google Jelani Woods for me before I select him with my last pick? That would be helpful. Can someone please Google Jelani Woods? Sit out team drills. God, this was a month ago. That doesn't sound good. Is Jelani Woods back at practice? Will someone tell me if Jelani Woods is back at practice? What's the point of having a live chat watchy draft if you can't crowdsource the news hounding to them? Hmm. Please, I need I need a full-on breakdown. Five hours ago, Colts Jelani Woods dealing with a torn hamstring. Indiana, Indianapolis Colts tight end Jelani Woods missed most of training camp in the entire preseason due to a hamstring injury. That feels bad. Should we Galaxy brand the other Colts tight end? Is it Kyle in season? Chad, Chad, are you still in the chat? How many teams has, has Kyle Granson been drafted on? Is this when we get Galbrain with a little Kyle Granson pick? Ooh, the chat's getting all chubbed up for a Kyle Granson pick. Trust me, I've done the Mo Alley Cox thing. <laughs> no news in 28 days. Trust the process. Are you, is this a bit? Tell me, is this a bit, Derek? You have 37%. Granson, are you serious? Please tell me that's a bit. If if you're serious, I will select him. Full stop. I will tail you on this take. That has to be your, your most drafted player. I'll do it. Trust me, I'll do it. I'm waiting for Derek to confirm he's not doing a bit before I select Granson. All right. Let's go ahead and do... All right, I was going to take Conklin, and he goes. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, like, if we're going to be doing some really fringe guys, Hunter Henry, I think, makes sense as part of this tight end room. Hang on. Oops, I forgot. All right, he's back up to bat again. Starting tight end on the New England Patriots. Aren't you worried about a Nor'easter? And the game getting moved in Week 17. But Pete stays in the batter's box. Nice little double there. Down the right field line, Hunter Henry. Oh, actually, he holds up. He holds up at first. It's just going to be a single there. Thought we saw Peter rounding to second, and then he was a little more realistic and said, Hunter Henry's definitely a hitting a single pick. Greg Dolch, now that that's a triple. If you hit right on that, that's a triple. But Hunter Henry, that's a single. Did I snipe you? You wanted Hunter Henry? Why did you want Hunter Henry? Were you setting up? What were you setting up? Wow. John was setting up the backdoor stack with Juju. I'm so sorry. Hey, there's always Mike (sighs) Kosicki. All right. So the team threw 16 rounds. We have two more picks left. And I'm telling you, I'm no bullshit. I'm, I'm doing four tight ends. This one goes out to Dan Zach. Um, Tua and Anthony Richardson at quarterback, perfectly cromulent two quarterback room. Running back, Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, JK Dobbins, Tank Bigsby, Devon A. Chain, perfectly cromulent running back room. Wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Jordan Addison, Romeo Dobbs, Alec Pierce, Jalen Hyatt, perfectly cromulent wide receiver room. Tight end, Greg the Leg Dolcich and Hunter Henry. It's not perfectly cromulent yet, but we are gonna make it fucking cromulent as all get out. Look at this 5.3% Jelani Woods. That doesn't feel good. This is what we're gonna do. We're. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take Michael. Here, here's pronunciation. Is it Michael Mayer or Michael Meyer? someone tell me everyone says it differently you guys know ball you guys know pronunciations you tell me is it meyer or mayer that's who i'm going to select as my bring back let me sit in the pocket here will anthony richardson not going to end up need a little bit more upside here pete's waiting for the pitch here it comes it's a slider oh he just gets it down the left field line michael meyer Look at this, two people saying it backwards. You guys all you guys all have it differently. There you go. There you go. Michael Mayer slash Meyer. See, I've been saying Mayer, and then I heard people say Meyer and I felt like I was getting gaslit. All right. So this is what it's gonna come down to, chat. You know what? I'm going over to the chat and I'm doing an actual poll. I'm doing a real poll. Not a straw man poll, a real poll. And you guys are going to pick my last tight end. This is it. All right, I'm going to the chat here. All right, here's the poll. It says engage with your audience. Oh, I'll engage with them. All right. Start a poll. Who, hang on, which tight end should I take to complete my Dan Zach build? Option number one. Durham, Smythe. Option number two. Let me make sure they're both available. Kylan Granson. Whoever, this, this poll will determine what I do. I just asked my community. The poll is out. The poll is out. Here come the votes. Is this a Durham Smythe or a Kylan Granson team? You guys get to decide. You guys get to land the plane on draft 134. No, there's no write-in votes. No write-in votes. You guys got to play by the rules of the poll. Right now, with partial precincts reporting, 80 votes. Durham Smythe in the lead with 54%. Kylan Granton at 48%. This is going to be a hotly contested, here. Let me see if I can get this pulled up or you guys can see it in the chat. I don't need to pull this up on screen, but I will give us updates here. 53% Durham Smythe with a hundred voters. I need everyone. If you, if you're listening to this in another tab, I need you to come over here and vote. Who's this tight end going to be? I'm going to put both in the queue. Is this a Smythe or is it a Granson? This is neck and neck, 107 votes, 52% Smythe, 47% now Granson. (sighs) Put my poll on the screen. That sounds like a great way to get demonetized. Wow. You know what? I might just I might just have to overrule the chat. I'm, I might have to overrule the chat. I really want Kylan Granson. You know what? I'm overruling the chat. This whole stream, the theme from basically hour on, has been me battling with the chat. You guys telling me I mispronounce things. Well, guess what? I don't care that 56% of you want me to take Durham Smythe. There's way too many Smythe slappies here we're overriding it Peter sitting down bottom of the ninth here comes the pitch oh no I gotta time I gotta click it oh I got really worried I had the positional limit set in and I was gonna get auto Dion Jackson hang on let's replay that let's wind that back bottom of the ninth Durham Smythe in the queue but look at that holy cow they're bringing out a pinch hitter and he swings Kyler Granson. Wow. They're fishing that one out of the San Francisco Bay. Kylan Granson over the park, home run. We overruled the chat. Look at this Kylan Granson headshot, by the way. Look at this Kylan Granson headshot. Can I get this pulled up here? Can you see that? How do I get this so you guys can see this? Look at that. All right, whatever. We can't see it. It's time to land the plane. Johnny says he pretended to throw a ball before I swing. Guys, I'm I'm mixing up my baseball metaphors here, all right? Just relax. It's time to land the plane here so you guys can get over and watch uh, ADP Chasing. Let me look at this final team here. Draft number 134 in the books. Chua Tagovailoa? Chua Tagovailoa? Uh, Anthony Richardson at quarterback. Running backs Christian McCaffrey, Ramondre Stevenson, JK Dobbins, Tank Bigsby, Devon A. Chain. Wide receivers Jalen waddle T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, Jordan Addison, Romeo Dobbs, Alec Pierce, Jalen Hyatt, tight end Greg the Leg, Dulcich, Hunter Henry, Michael Mayer, not Meyer. And of course, the coup d'etat, the overrule of the chat, the Smice slappies down bad. None other than Derek's 37% rostered Kylan Granson. Mic drop, walk off Homer, go enjoy stat chasing. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. for Splash Play.